Broadcasting live from Castle Lockwain on the plain of Eldraine, this is Tap Tap Concede. Welcome everybody, Graham here. Cameron here. And James is over on tech this week, and we're going to be talking about whatever strikes our fancy, which is to say we don't have a particular subject. Mm. Let's fill 30 to 45 minutes. <laughs> it says in the opening titles, casual discussions yep. of casual, casual magic. magic. Here we are. We're mm-hmm. going to we're gonna talk about, I mean, probably Eldraine-centric. Yeah. And uh, before we get to that, a reminder that, of course, this show is brought to you by CardKingdom.com. Check out CardKingdom.com slash LRR for all of your Card Kingdom needs. And, <clears throat> pardon me. If you tell them loading running run sent me button, please, they will give you a little one inch button. I'm not sure. <clears throat> wow. I think I think we still have in response I concede. Mm. Uh, but there's a bunch of new ones. I sent four in the other day, so there's a bunch of new ones coming. Mm. Uh, and of course, this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Mm. All right, so Castle Lockwain. Uh Aladdin's Lamp or Star Destroyer? I see Aladdin's Lamp, TBH. Uh, the Star Destroyer, I... Mm, because the... I guess I can see it. There was a thread on the subreddit post, uh, postulating... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the right word. Uh, that uh, the, the inspirations for the cycle of castles. Okay. And they theorized that Castle Lockwain was was a Star Destroyer, though many people were like, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a lamp. Mm-hmm. The the green one, Castle Gruntelberg, what's it called? Grellenberg? Garenbrig. Oh. Uh, looks not unlike Pride Rock. Mm-hmm. The white one, Castle Ardenvale, is Minas Tirith from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And then this is where they get interesting. The blue one, Castle Vantress, is apparently something from the world of Warcraft. Oh. Uh, I've asked you this like three times, James. Where is this again supposed to be? Dalaran. Thank you. Dalaran, yes. Oh, wow, it is too. Yes, it's Dalaran. And then the red one, uh, Castle... Thank you, Castle Embereth, looks like Iron Town. From, from Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Okay. Neat. That's the supposition. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that's true, who knows? But mm. there's there's a there's a full on Monty Python reference in this set. It could it could all be true. It, it not inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so we're gonna crack a pack, obviously, because we always crack a pack. But before we crack a pack, let's crack a much smaller pack because we still have a couple of these. Throne of Eldraine premium promo packs lying around. Mm, very exciting. And uh, we, we got to open them up at some point, and why not now? Mm-hmm. All right. So there's an arena code. Uh-hoo. Mm-hmm. A foil doom whisperer. Wait, why am I expecting the card recognizer to know that? It's a foil doom whisperer. So it's the uh, three black black six six flying trample nightmare demon. From Ravnica Allegiance? Mm-hmm. Guilds. Guilds of Ravnica. With pay two life to surveil to. Foil with the stamp. Uh, and then the promo border inspiring veteran. Ooh. Which is the red, white, 2 2 human knight, and other knights get plus one, plus one. With the, it's the cool uh, promo border. Very handsome. I don't know if you have. Oh, you do have that on the overlay. Lovely. And a foil Fay of Wishes. 
which is one and a blue for a one four fairy wizard with flying for one and uh, for one and a blue and discard two cards return fey of wishes to its owner's hand and it has the adventure granted for three and a blue sorcery you may choose a non-creature card you own from outside the game reveal it and put it into your hand so it's a wish with a fairy attached to it for later this is actually yeah the uh i love the art on that card with the leaves for wings the maple leaves for wings yeah that's really really pretty mm-hmm. like that a lot uh okay what are we gonna do uh regular pack wise all right let's roll, find out roll the big the big d20 four. four. One, two, three, four. it's alara reborn Ooh, why all not? gold uh, oh, yes, right. Alara Reborn was the all-gold set. Mm-hmm. Cool. This was from uh, the year 2009. This was 10 years ago, and there is no name on it. So 10 years. I don't know who it was who gave us the Who's responsible for this? Wow. Whomsoever you are, thank you. Oh, wow. The, the storybook Fave Wishes is gorgeous, too. Uh, yeah. I love the lighting from the... Presumably, whatever they've retrieved for you. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. First up, Mist Vane Border Post. Border Posts were an excellent uh, cycle. There we go. Of uh, fixing cards. I love just visually that it's between the two. It literally is a border post between two shards. Mm-hmm. Like it's between, I guess, uh, Esper and Grixis. Yes. Yeah. It's very veiny. So uh, one blue black for an artifact. So it's a color artifact. You may, or you may pay one and return a basic land you control to its owner's hand rather than pay Miss Vein Border Post's mana cost. It comes into play tapped, and you can tap it for blue or black. I really enjoy that in in Esper, lightning goes straight. Oh yeah, with their weird clouds. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even thought of that. That is cool. Hmm. Everything's very orderly over in Esper, I guess. Uh, Singe Mind Ogre is uh, two black red for a three two ogre mutant. And when Singemind Ogre comes into play, target player reveals a card at random from his or her hand and then loses life equal to that card's converted mana cost. Sure. Okay, yeah. People are probably playing some greedy stuff here. Maybe you uh, maybe you you happen to get them. Hmm. Sangrite Backlash is a Golgari and a red for a creature enchantment, and the enchanted creature gets plus three, minus three. So it's a black-green hybrid and a red. Mm. So it can be black-red or green-red. Mm. I, 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 I enjoyed these cards. I, I, I thought this was a really interesting way to use the hybrid mana symbols mm-hmm. in, a, in, an, in the all-gold set. So, uh, Gorger Worm, which is to say it's, it's the mechanic at common. Uh, it's three red-green for a 5-5 five, five creature worm with Devour 1. Hmm. So Devour sure, sure is was, as it comes into play, you may sacrifice any number of creatures, and this creature comes into play with that many plus one, plus one counters on it. So the Devour N, mm. the number was the, the number of counters? Yeah. Like so Devour 2 would be sack any number of creatures, and then get you get two, two plus per, one, plus one counters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh... No evasion on this. No. Uh, the Cycle of Blades. 
Uh, this is the Naya Hush Blade. So a Boros and a green for a 2-1 elf rogue. And the way that this worked was they're, I think they're all two ones for two. I think they're all two ones for two. The, the stats might be different, but they're all two mana, and they all get plus one, plus one, and something mm-hmm. if you control another multicolored permanent. In this case, Naya Hushblade gets plus one, plus one, and Shroud. So yeah. Three, two is Shroud? Pretty good, yeah. For two? There was like Jund, Hackblade. Yeah. And Esper, Esper. Oh, yeah, Grixis Grimblade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, gets plus one plus one in death touch. The hack blade gets uh, haste. Uh, let me see. Was it was like Esper, like storm blade or something. What was it? I don't remember. And then, oh, it oh, was yeah, storm, storm blade. blade. Flying. Dang. Yeah, naturally it would get flying. Right. Right. And then, uh, Grixis, Jund, Naya, Esper. What am I missing? Bant. 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 Lifelink. Bant. Bant. Blades. The Bant Blade. What's it called? Bant... Sure Blade. Sure Blade. First Strike. First Strike, of course. I think the Esper one takes the taco here. I agree. flying. Next up in this pack, Wildfield Border Post. Uh, one green-white for an artifact. Same alternate casting cost. Pay one, return a basic land. And it comes into play t- a tapped and taps for green or white. Hmm. So there you go. Crystallization is a Simic and a white for a creature enchantment. The creature can't attack or block... And if it becomes the target of a spell or ability, exile it. <laughs> Don't touch it. Mm-hmm. Like, Okie uh, Ooh, winged coaddle. One green blue for a 1-1 one, one snake with flash, flying, and death touch. Doomblade. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. It's the all singing, all dancing, all flying <laughs> snake. Uh, oh, hey, it's, uh, it's Jund Hackblade. Mm-hmm. We got that in the pack as well. Uh, Igneous Pouncer, four black red for a five one haste with swamp cycling or mountain well and mountain cycling. So you hmm. can pay two to go looking for a swamp or a mountain. This is coming tearing through an Esper Plains. Mm-hmm. Marrow Chomper. Three Gross. three black green for a three three zombie lizard with devour two. And when it comes into play, you gain two life for each creature it devoured. Not bad. So yeah, so yeah, devour two. It, it comes into play with twice that many plus one plus one counters, which is an interesting way of templating it. But yeah, so you get two two counters for every creature you devour. And you also gain two life on this one. Hmm. Marisi's twin claws, two boros and a green, for a two four cat warrior with double strike. Okay. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, double negative is blue, blue, red for an instant. Counter up to two target spells. Weird. Why have I never seen that in Commander? Yeah. That actually. seems like it would be great. It's like, I do this. Well, in response, I do this. Well, me, a third person <laughs> who is... Unaffected by either of those things, but wishes to also participate. Yeah. And a rare is, in fact, a mythic that I am unfamiliar with. It is Defiler of Souls. Three black, black, red for a 5-5 demon. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, that player sacrifices a monocolored creature. Interesting. With really cool-looking art. 
Yeah, I've never seen this card before. So I guess Alara Reborn was never drafted by itself, right? I actually don't know how this set was drafted. Well, I assume it was the old style of right. Alara Reborn, Reborn, Conflux, Shards of Alara. Hmm. Uh, in which case, this would actually do something in Limited. Because yes. Alara Reborn didn't have any monocolored cards. <laughs> right, yes. Of course, <laughs> naturally. So, huh. Cool though. Okay. So really, really cool art from uh, itself. Paul Bonner there. Yeah, you don't have to sacrifice it to it. I don't know what I would. I mean, I guess I would I just mean, take the, the five, Defiler five of flyer. Souls. Yeah. yeah. Five five flyer for six that maybe gets them if you're not playing triple this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, gosh, I don't know. Marrow Chomper, I guess, because it's only in two colors. Although Maurice's yeah. Twin Claws is, uh, you could be, because one of the pips is hybrid. You could go a couple directions. Mm-hmm. I think three color was probably fairly it's easy. It's probably to set fine. Up. There's a lot of fixing. Maybe you just take fixing. I never drafted this format. Maybe you just like go hard border posts. Yeah. I, I mean, know. the border posts seem fine. Um, Boy, you know what set doesn't have a lot of fixing at all? <gasps> no. <laughs> Throne of Eldraine. No, yes, accurate. It's got the, um, the, the rare fetch land. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah. And then it's got the egg. The egg? The, 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 the Scarecrow and Rose Thorn Acolyte. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. That feels like it. Yeah. To that end, how often are you running those quad pip uncommon creatures in Limited? Ugh. Have you done much Limited? Uh, a little bit. I've done a couple of sealed events, and those things are so... I mean... If you're not just naturally in those colors, they're pretty hard. I've noticed it seems easier to put together a monocolored deck, at mm. least on Arena in this I format. I haven't faced a monocolored deck. Really? I thought I was facing, I thought I was at one point, and then they then they played an island, and I was like, oh, I guess they're Namir. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they were very heavy black, but yeah. I mean, in sealed, like, it's a lot harder, because you just, mm. you have no idea what you're going to open. Like, I, th- I've, I think I've always been too colored and sealed, and I never oh, would yes. have opened enough yeah. to do that. By the way, I'm almost always in black. Black is... Like, Bacon to a Pie is a very hard card to deal with. It's right? just it, the best removal spell in the set. Also, oddly, the three-mana uh, hand attack spell that can put something that's on an adventure into the graveyard, occasionally a really handy two-for-one. Yeah, Memory Theft is, mm-hmm. act, I think, I, I wasn't sure, but I think you should definitely be running Memory Theft and Sealed. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I've got them with when they've done, like, the, the Reaper, the Spectre mm-hmm. that makes you discard, or... I mean, even just little things like even the Rosethorn Acolyte or whatever, just being able to, you know, like probably if if they're going to do it, probably by turn three or four, they probably have something on an adventure. Even just getting the the three three with vigilance uh, in white after the lonesome unicorn. Yes. Even just yeah. getting the unicorn after they make their night. That's that's not nothing. Yeah. No. Like uh, also this this this. Well, Adam was saying that this set is so heavy on combat tricks that just the information. Mm-hmm. Even if you're one for oneing with this card, knowing what they have in hand is unusually important in um, Eldraine. Mm. Um, the what was I? What was I saying? Oh yes, right. So almost always black in my sealed decks, as it turns out, and it's I, I have not in sealed again. This is this is I'm, I'm only talking about sealed. It's I've wanted desperately to put together the blue red draw a second card deck right yes <coughs> excuse me 
and just doesn't come together in sealed. I've never, not for me anyway, I've mm-hmm. never gotten, like, I'll get two or three enablers and, like, one payoff. It's like, I'm not going to make a mediocre deck just because I have one fairy vandal. Yeah. You know? Uh, I, I, I think that that's going to have to be drafted. And I can't wait to do it, but I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. Like, turning your opt into a combat trick? Mm-hmm. Always feels good, yeah. right? Uh, I haven't been able to pull it off yet. And my concern with those decks is they always feel very fragile because you can be like, all right, I put together all these cards for an interesting synergistic deck and all of the creatures that benefit from it aren't very good unless they're actively benefiting from it. And you can quite easily just get run over by another deck. Mm-hmm. That's like nice one, two that gets a benefit. I attack with this two, one knight at common mm-hmm. with first strike. And you're like, but... I thought common consensus was that white was not good. And they're like, I don't know, kill you. I think white's fine. Like, it's, I don't know that you can make a balls to the wall aggro deck in the sealed in this format, but I've certainly been beaten by some pretty aggressive curves. Like someone, like they stalled out on three land and just rolled me, Mm -hmm. right? Because they're just like the squire, the one that is a 2-2 combat trick. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're just like... I'm like, okay, I guess block. And then I go, cool, kill your thing. Next turn, I'm going to play another 2-1 and keep attacking with 2-1s that I don't care about losing. And I'm just whittling your life total down. And I'm sort of like, this is, I'm wow, I'm really getting my butt kicked over here. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think my favorite combo in Sealed anyways, 100% is black-green. Oh, really? It's just so good. Well, the Green Knight is actually kind of a beating. The 4-2 Haste that uh, returns to your oh. hand when you gain life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, good with food, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm, yeah, Deathless Knight. Uh, not even with that. I'm just thinking of like, speaking of four drops, just the Feral Witch Stalker is like, as it's a premier common. Mm-hmm. Four, four, trample for four, and you get a food. Yeah. It's just like, it. this does so much. And uh, it's the, all the graveyard recursion, what little there is, is all in black and green. Mm-hmm. So you've got, Forever Young, which is useful for just like late game, be like, I just want to draw creatures for the next three turns. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously that's bonkers if you have Sir Conrad out, but Sir Conrad's already not particularly fair. Yeah. Um, Oh, Sir Conrad. Cauldron's Gift, just to get a creature back. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, Once in Future. I Mm -hmm. like Once in Future a lot. Mm -hmm. That's the Mm -hmm. green instant speed. It's four, four mana, three and a green instant you get a cre- you get a card, not just a creature, sorry. You get a card back into your hand and up to another one on top of your library. But if you have Adamant, which by the time you cast this, you can probably do, because you don't, it's four mana, you're not casting this on turn four. You want to yeah. cast this later in the game. Uh, you just get them both back in your hand, right? So you like pass the turn, like threatening to, I don't know, eat some food or maybe activate a bog naughty or something. And then if they don't do anything, that means you have to react and you're like, great tap out for this, get two, like, you know, the two best cards you've already dealt with back in my hand. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, in, in blue decks, paying four mana to draw two cards at instant is, you know, about on curve for Mm -hmm. limited. And this, this is better than two random cards off the top of your deck. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of blue, Mm. the blue mill deck, yeah is kind of real kind of real like the uh the the merfolk the zero four merfolk that adventures to mill four Mm -hmm. and then you run away together yeah so you 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 cast the adventure mill Mm -hmm. for four and then play the plan oh four block something with it bounce uh they attack with two creatures say Uh you you block the big one 
uh, bounce your merfolk and the opponent's uh, other creature, and then you mill them again and play this 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 uh, terrible blocker. That seems yeah. I Adam was saying actually again he's done a lot of sealed. He was saying mm-hmm. that the 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 mill deck is is a a real thing that can happen. Yeah. Uh, especially because games can, can go a bit long. I, I was really concerned that food would lead to a lot of board stalls. And it can, I've it, it, but like the, yeah. the cost on eating food is, I feel, correctly positioned so that it doesn't just like, you're not constantly like gaining four life at the end of each turn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely noticed that I have entered situations where I it feels like a game is over and then it keeps going for several turns because I can't quite close it mm. because they're able to just... Because if they don't draw a relevant spell, then they have nothing to cast. So then they have right. their mana up to eat food. Mm-hmm. But then I eventually still get there. It's just it takes a while, mm-hmm. right? The um, blue-black, speaking of speaking of, of, of the mill deck, I had an entertaining <coughs> interaction where... Uh, so there's the card Drown in the Lock. Mm-hmm. which is blue-black for an instant. And it's you either destroy a creature that is CMC less than or equal to the number of cards in the opponent's graveyard, or you mm-hmm. counter a spell that is le- CMC less than or equal to the amount of cards in the opponent's graveyard. Mm-hmm. And uh, that interaction, I, I had it, and it wasn't active. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like... It was like they had like two cards or whatever and didn't hit right. anything useful. And so there was one turn where I had a bunch of mana open... And I was able to counter their big spell with didn't say please, mm-hmm. which not only puts that spell into their graveyard, but also mills, mills them for three. Yeah. And then used drown in the lock on their other big creature. That was that felt good. Yeah. That was a brutal turn. Yeah, that 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 sounds like a good time. Um in paper at F and M, if your opponent says please, are you obliged to not cast this this spell? <laughs> You know, I feel that by saying please, the opponent is really inviting their own doom here. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have he, to be like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. My apologies. I cast this please, and you're like, I disregard your please. Mm-hmm. And pretend that it didn't happen at all, and also claim that you didn't say it. It's like when you're, when you're dealing with a child, mm-hmm. and they're asking to do something that's unreasonable, but they say please, and it's sort of like, okay, I... I appreciate that you are saying please and using your manners. That is good. Mm-hmm. Still no. Yep. <laughs> the answer is still no, but I'm glad you asked nicely. <laughs> right? Yep. It's not literally a magic word that just because you say please, it means means the thing has to happen. Uh, what like what else has been really good? Uh, just stuffing the cat in the oven over and over again. <laughs> Just bake that I, cat. I had a I had a, a game with Sir Conrad where it was like I attacked with the cauldrons familiar. This is the cat. So it's a it's it's one one for a black. ETB, your opponent loses one life and you gain one life. Mm-hmm. And then you sack a food to bring it back from your graveyard to your hand. And uh, it's it, it doesn't look like much on its own. But with witch's oven. Yeah, so witch, so witch's okay. oven, the ca- the cat oven combo is very good because witch's oven is just tap and sack a creature and create a food, and if the creature if the sacked creature's toughness was four or greater, you get two food if it's a big meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the witch's oven is just every turn you 
sack the cat, get a food, return, sack the food, return the cat to mm-hmm. drain for one every turn. So that's sweet. I didn't have the oven, but I had Sir Conrad. Ooh, who also good. Is just the Swiss Army knife of creature graveyard stuff happening. So three black, black, five, four, human knight. Demoralizing when your opponent casts it because you know mm-hmm. you're in for a rough time. So if any other creature dies or if any other creature is put into a graveyard from anywhere other than the battlefield, so like being milled, or if a creature leaves your graveyard, Sir Conrad deals one damage to each opponent. Mm-hmm. So I had him out and had attack with two cauldrons familiars, and my opponent lets one through and blocks one. Mm-hmm. And it would have been... In that scenario, ignore the first cauldron familiar. In that scenario, if you don't block, you take one. Right. If you block, you take three. Yes. Because the familiar dies, that's a trigger. Then I sack a food. Bring it back. A creature leaves my graveyard, that's a trigger. The cauldron's familiar has his own trigger. Yes. (laughs) So it's just like, it's just, yeah. And I've won games where it's just sort of like, well, my opponent's at five. I just stopped casting spells now. Now I just pass the turn. This is right. the, this is this is with Sir Conrad. At the end of your turn, I activate Sir Con because there's more text that I haven't read. <laughs> activate Sir Conrad four times. Untap. Activate him four more times because the his ability is one in a black. Each opponent puts the top card of their library into their graveyard. Each player. Each player. Mm-hmm. Not each opponent. Each player. Thank you. Right. Yes. So this also hits your own. So and yeah. it, that counts as creatures going into graveyards. So mm-hmm. if you both hit creatures, that's two damage to your opponent. Yeah, he's great. So I you love just go Conrad. activate, 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 untap, activate, activate, activate. And they're probably dead by that point. Mm-hmm. I've also won a game on mill by doing that. Didn't win on damage, but oh. milled them because they'd drawn so many cards. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they have seven cards left in their library, and I have like fifteen. All right. Well, yeah, I guess I win this race. <laughs> yeah, here we go. It's, yeah, Sir. I love Sir Conrad. Definitely my favorite of the uncommon legendaries. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, because uh, Sir, what's her name? Uh, the, the red blue one? one? Oh, the blue one, Sir Eleonora. Yeah, Eleonora. Eh, it doesn't impress me that much. Although, uh, the red one, I Sir also... Sir Kara. Th- yeah, Sir Kara's good. Yeah, Sir Kara's 3-3 three, three for 3 red red. Taps to deal one damage to any any target. Mm-hmm. Any target, classic pinger. Just yep. tap to deal one. Makes combat heck. Mm-hmm. But then also, whenever Sir Kara or a- any instant or sorcery you control doesn't even doesn't even have to be red, which I thought was what it said. Any mm-hmm. instant or sorcery deals uh, damage to a player. Exile the top card of your library. You may play that card this turn. You just have to pay for it, but you can just play it this turn. It's just very good. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, she she's very good. Although I think yeah, Sir Conrad probably probably wins out. I think so, Sir A- Allen. I guess it's just Allen is also quite good. Uh, the white one, four four first strike for five. Mm-hmm. Whenever he attacks, uh, all your other creatures get plus one plus one till end of turn. I know that Adam really enjoys Sir Conrad because he's like his name is just Conrad. Conrad. But this is Allen. 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 It's A-L-I-N, but it's still just Alan. Yeah. Big Al. Al. Aline? Medium Al. Al. <laughs> Medium Al. And then the green one is like a Gruel Beastmaster, which I did win a game with mm. the other day, but is probably the least exciting, if I'm being honest. It's 2-2 two, two for 2. Cheap. Sir Farron, the Hengehammer. 2-2 two, two for 2. Rides a bear. 
I mean, that's not nothing. So that's cool. Whenever Sir Farron attacks, another target attacking creature gets plus X plus X until the turn where X is Sir Farron's power. They changed it so you can't do the uh, you can't do the debuff trick. They changed oh, how the rules work. Oh right, yeah. So you can't like see in return right. to, in return to Ravnica block there was it wasn't Gruel Beastmaster. It, it was, was something Beastmaster. Yeah. Because Gruel Beastmaster is the one with Riot from the most recent set, but it was a similar sort of effect. It was rare. Mm-hmm. And it was whenever it attacks, I think it was all your creatures get plus X plus X until end of turn where X is that creature's power. Right. And there Wild was Beastmaster. Wild Beastmaster. Yeah. So and there was a, com- a blue combat trick that was target creature gets minus six minus O until end of turn. Mm-hmm. Or four, four or six, minus, one of those. Yeah. yeah. And so th- the trick was you waited until your opponent swung with Wild Beastmaster, you debuffed her with a combat trick and it wiped their board. Because... Because it was it went into the negatives, mm-hmm. so while Beastmaster was a minus five minus five, and so all of their creatures got, or n- sorry, the Beastmaster was a minus five one, mm-hmm. but the the templating is plus x plus x where x is her power. So because the power was minus five, they all got minus five minus five, and yeah, everything died. But they've yeah. now changed it that it can't go below zero. It was, but it was so. a legendary play. Yeah. Backbreaking, mm-hmm. powerful magic over here in Return to Ravnica block. So but. we're drafting this tonight. Which yeah, is we're recording on uh, Friday, October fourth. Mm-hmm. When uh, we're going to be, I say we. It's, I'm actually not not oh, doing it because okay. uh, I was around last week for right, Commander. Right, right, of course. Um, but yeah, what do you, what do you, what are you looking to? Sir Conrad. All I want to do is play with Sir Conrad. <laughs> right. But I, I, Adam's playing tonight too. Oh, right. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to fight with Adam for black. Maybe, maybe you can. Maybe, maybe you I can just, just chain buckets together. Yeah. May, maybe I take Torbjorn, or whatever his <laughs> name is. The guy that uh, Tolbran is that Tolbran, his name? Tolbran, 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 Torbran, Thrain of Redfell. One triple Thrain. red for a red th- Thane. Sorry. Uh, for a rare 2-4 Dwarf Noble, if a red source you control would deal damage to an opponent or a permanent opponent controls, it deals that much damage plus two instead. Combos so, very well with the trebuchet. It also combos really well with, uh, what is it, Iron... Uh, the 1-4 that lightning bolts whenever you draw a second spell per turn. Oh, the uh, 0-4, Iron Crag Pyromancer, right. is Iron, that it? Iron Crag Pyromancer, Is it Iron yeah. Crag? That sounds right, Iron something Pyromancer. Iron. Iron, yes. Ah, the way Beach pronounces it. Mm-hmm. Iron. Iron Craig. Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely lost games to that because it's just like, okay, I just get to blow your stuff up. Because it's, I completely, when we were building our decks for the sealed mm-hmm. uh, at the PPR, I, this wouldn't have affected my build because I didn't have enough cards to make this, to make the draw a second card deck mm-hmm. work. But for some reason, I always have this blind spot with that deck that, oh, right, on your turn, you've already drawn one. Yes. You only need to draw one card, right? So, like, Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Tome Raider. Tome Raider. Jesus. Tome Raider just is enough to be like, yep. oh, now now all that's online, right? See, what, what upset me at the pre-pre-release was that I opened the Royal Scions. Mm. I opened Ironcrag Pyromancer. Mm-hmm. Then I had like two of the merchants. That's not bad. And, and then that was it oh, for enablers. So I was like, I can't, this is not a, the critical density that this deck needs. Rough. Um, because otherwise Iron Crag Pyromancer is just an O2 or mm-hmm. an O4, yeah. right? It just sits there. Um, 
And maybe that's what I should angle for is the draw an extra card deck. It's useful to remember uh, the cards that can draw you two cards at instant speed. To right, to use them on your opponent's turn. Activate those things on your opponent's turn. So mm-hmm. like Witching Well. Mm-hmm. Does, it's four mana, but you draw two cards off the Witching Well. Yep. And you've already gotten value from Scrying. Uh, Thrill of Possibility, the instant speed tormenting voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's... What ec- what what else is that? The enter the story isn't instant, is it? The like seven mana to say, thing that's I cheaper. I want to say it is actually with adamant into the story. It is an instant. Mm-hmm. That's draw four cards. That's really good. Yeah, so that's five blue blue, but it costs three less to cast if an opponent has seven or more cards in their graveyard. You draw four cards. So yeah, definitely bear in mind the cards that will let you trip trip all those abilities on your opponent's turn because mm-hmm. that's going to be pretty pretty important in that deck that yeah. I have yet to draft. So I'm just talking yeah. in, th- in, in, in theory. theory. In theory. And then you you set all this up and then your opponent's just like bake into a pie, Iron Crag Pyromancer. Mm-hmm. You're like, no, my entire plan, all I, all I can do now is draw cards. I love that I was seeing comments about people talking about how this format was going to be everyone forcing knights. <laughs> and I've been like actively avoiding knights because all the other stuff is more interesting to me. Yeah. Well, like... <laughs> I still don't have a good sense for how fast the knight deck can be. Um, Do you want to play the Weaselback Red Cap? The one two one doubles. one Wibble oh. Dap Slip Dash. No, it's it's one one for one mm-hmm. with bad fire breathing. Right, it, but it's a knight. Yeah, so it it's, is. it's a one one for one with one and a red, to, and it gets plus two plus out. Yeah, with fire wheezing. <laughs> So it's like, do you just go turn one, that thing, turn two, like how, how harshly do you want to be curving out here? Or is that like, is that not actually really worth a card in your deck, even though it's a knight? Uh, yeah. No, the one, two double strike, I actually think is quite good. Mm-hmm. Like double strike, even a one, two double strike is actually startlingly irritating. Mm. Sure. It trades for a two, two. Yeah, Raging Red Cap is two and a red for a one, two with double strike. So, so it's only three mana. Yep. But, if, but if you can augment the power of this card in any way even just put your goblin knight into a pair of glass slippers yep <laughs> or one glass slipper yeah you're going to the ball inspiring mm-hmm. veteran which we oh, opened yeah. here right yeah um like these cards can get away from you right mm-hmm. i even like the two one first strike knight at common in white oh yeah youthful knight two one first strike for two is just good yeah oh yeah james brings up weapon rack which mm-hmm. The inversion of serrated arrows. Yeah. So Weapon Rack is a four mana artifact. It enters with three plus one plus one counters on it. And you can tap it to move a counter from Weapon Rack onto target creature only at sorcery speed. So you can't get tricky with combat with it. But yeah, I don't... Hmm. I bring that up only because we had this uh, happen to us yesterday while we were streaming. Really? Um, Yeah, somebody just went from the one-two double strike into Weapon Rack and then... Tap it, move a counter, tap it, another counter, tap it, third counter. All, all on the same all creature? On the same, all on the double strike creature. Because right. if you don't have an answer to that quickly, all of a sudden your 1-2 double strike is now a 3-4 double mm. strike or 4-5 double strike. Um, yeah. And that becomes harder to deal with. Yeah, wow. All right, all right. Hmm. I feel like Weapon Rack is... I've, I feel like generally it is not as good as you want it to be or think it might be, mm-hmm. but if you, ha- 
in the right deck, it it might really shine. And the trick is going to be knowing what that is. Because like, it sounds yeah. like that was a great use of it. And I've seen other good uses of it. But I feel like I've seen other uses where it's like, well, yep. You spent four mana and a lot of time to make it, your creatures incrementally larger. And that didn't help. Yep. Yeah, now now your creature is a is a four three that still can't swing. Past my spore cap spider. Yeah. yeah. Like I do like spore cap spider, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not again, not like a high pick, but it's just nice to have a one five reach for three in the green deck. It's like, let's just let's just okay. Slow down a bit. Yeah. Let's just say no to an entire strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm. I hadn't read the flavor text on this. After years of taunts and aerial assaults from Rankle's minions, the witches of Merrily Forest acquired new familiars. Hmm. They're like, all right, all right. I like cats. I'm a cat person. Mm-hmm. I enjoy cats. Not a great familiar against, you know, fairies jer- and, and jerkwad fairies. Yeah. What if, and, and go with me on this, what if enormous spider... <laughs> There's nothing in there's nothing in the witch's handbook that says we have to use cats as familiars. Yeah. Have you faced Rankle, by the way? I have not. I got very, very lucky and then I was able to craft a like bounce counter thing mm-hmm. after getting hit by Rankle once. But yeah, Rankle Master of Pranks. The Prankle? Three sorry. Three three for two black black. Flying haste. And whenever Rankle deals combat damage to a player, choose any number of these. Mm-hmm. There's three abilities. Each player discards a card, each player loses one life and draws a card, and each player sacks a creature. It's symmetrical, so it's fair. Yeah. Uh, I actually got pretty lucky with it, because they had me discard a card, but also lose a life and draw a card. So I basically just got to rummage, mm-hmm. uh, and then was able to... Uh, you, oh, no, I, I put it to, I put, I put Wrangle to sleep. I was like, okay, charm sleep. Mm. Just stay there. <laughs> and then was able to win that one. But yeah, Rankle is a real beating, let me tell you. One deck I'm actually really curious about is the um, the Auras deck. And mm. I don't know if it's playable because there is the Aura, the white Aura, that gives plus one, plus one for each Aura you control. So it's plus one, plus one on its own. Equipment and artifact. Equipment and artifact. Right. right? So I, I did have a situation where I had the Fairy, the 1-1 one, one Vigilance yeah. Blue-White Fairy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the O-ring. Mm, the uh, the glass casket. Glass casket. And so I was swinging in for like, oh, I think I also had a witching well. So I was swinging for five, mm-hmm. I think, with this. And then you, you, it just kept getting um, uh, uh, ice queened. Mm. Like they had three ice queens. Whoa. So it went on an adventure for a long, long time, and then mm. I died. Mm. But I felt in theory that the, the you know, that it could have been good, but you know, you, you have the, the, the Tron player bane of going all in on one creature. In the same realm as the drawing a second card, like the your draw step counts towards the drawing a second card, I often forget in a situation like this, we're talking about all the glitters, by mm-hmm. the way, is mm-hmm. the name of the card. It's one in a white enchant creature. It gets plus one, plus one for each artifact and or enchantment you control. Uh, it is also an enchantment. Mm-hmm. So my opponent had, yeah, they had a witching well and this, and that's plus two, plus two. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's actually already annoying. Mm-hmm. If they get a third thing down, it's going to be a problem. And see, like, all the glitters could do work because fundamentally you're still only, like, 
you, you are inviting the two for one. Mm. But the other auras that you can play don't have to necessarily be on this creature as well. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Yeah. I mean, that's... Um, speaking of, of that, uh, Moonlit Scavengers, right? Mm-hmm. The four, five, or six that Mana War and something an opponent controls uh, if mm-hmm. you control an artifact or enchantment. Yes. Uh, sometimes I will forget that, like, oh, that that charmed sleep or that so tiny mm-hmm. on my opponent's creature is mine. Yeah. <laughs> I do control an enchantment. Absolutely. Yeah, so I get to actually play this and bounce the thing. And Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I won a game against, boy, this card is not fun, uh, the Feasting Troll King? Yeah, that, that thing is, like, it has a downside, apparently. Does it? So it's... Two, maybe the casting cost. Two green, 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 green. So six mana for a 7-6 with Vigilance and Trample. And when it enters the battlefield, if you cast it from your hand, you get three food tokens. That clause is important because it also has an ability, sack three food and to return it from your graveyard to the battlefield. You can only do that during your turn. Uh, But if you do that, you don't get the three food again. So I, I won a game because my opponent was... This was the only thing they had to cast. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd lost the first game to this card. Uh, as you do. So this was, this, was, this was draft. So game two, they, they played it, and I bounced it with the Moonlit Scavengers. Right. So it goes back to their hand. And this is the only thing they had to cast. And they were on the back foot by that point. So they cast it again, got three more food. Now they have six food, mm-hmm. but if they don't cast the Feasting Troll King, they're going to die. Yes. Then I was able to, there was, a, not, like, uh, then I was, I drew, I drew another bounce. I drew, like, Drown in the Lock or something. Was, mm-hmm. uh, no, Drown in the Lock doesn't bounce. I drew uh, some other bounce spell. Run away together? Maybe, yeah, or, right, yeah. run away together. So then, bounced it again. So at the end of the game, they had Feasting Troll King and nine food. <laughs> But it was they were in this like back foot situation where they right. they they couldn't eat the food. They couldn't eat the food because if right. they ate the food, this thing would die. What anyway? It was. I've definitely had work days like this. Where yeah, you're like I've got all this food and I can't have. I I don't have time. Yeah, like I'm and I wasn't doing hot. It wasn't like I was sitting at twenty five or anything. I wasn't doing. I was low life total as well. So I'm sort of sitting there being like, I guess I'm bouncing feasting troll king again. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I mean got there, but. It didn't feel great. <laughs> it was very, you know, look, sometimes you just have to, sometimes you have to play to your outs and craft a board state that gives you the best shot of winning, even if it seems really, really bad. And when I said this card had a downside, I was actually thinking about the black troll, the black rare one oh, that makes goats. Clackbridge troll is unreal. Yeah. The, what is it, an 8-8? Eight, eight? It's an 8-8 eight, eight with trample and haste for five. Yes. The quote downside is that when it enters the battlefield, the opponent gets three zero one goats. And then the third ability, I don't think is a downside because it's at the beginning of combat on your turn, any opponent may sack a creature and you've just given them three creatures to to do that for at least three turns. But if they do that, you tap Clackbridge Troll so it can't attack them. And then you, the controller of Clackbridge Troll, gain three life and draw a card. That's not a downside. Yeah. I, uh, that also presumes that this is the only thing you have and are not also swinging in with, like, your three and four drops. Yeah. Right? I've, I, I felt so happy the other day. Yesterday? I was able to uh, 
barely win because my opponent played Clackbridge Troll and I had Crown of Thorns. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Thorn of... Or Cra- the the it, it's the single black mana combat trick plus two plus one and death touch. Oh, so I was able to just block with a goat mm. and soak up two damage and take six from the trample, but kill the Clackbridge Troll on the turn. It was, ca- I was you know they were like, do you want to sack a creature? I'm like, no, yep. bring it on. At that point, you should you should be like, uh huh, what's going on here? Yeah, right. as the opponent, be like, yeah. why didn't they? Hmm. Although I, I, I had a Clackbridge troll, and my opponent was like, I'm never letting you gain life or draw cards. I take eight, and I'm like, like okay. And yeah, then the, the next turn they went, I'm taking eight again, and I was just, like, just like, resolves. <laughs> go right ahead. You're yeah. at three. Like this is definitely a situation where like, no good outcomes. No, this card is unreal. It's <laughs> five mana. Yeah, that's baffling to me. And it's only a rare. So. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of only a rare, James and I had a lot of fun the other day on Arena in two different decks, actually, mm-hmm. with Lockmere Serpent. <coughs> that was Excuse the me. opponent's reaction, too, yeah. Six mana for a 7-7 seven, seven mm-hmm. with, I'm sorry, Flash, <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. If you want to just really catch someone off guard. Yeah, yeah. I lo- classic by the way, control f- finisher. Terrific art from Sam Burley, the glowing eyes under the water. Mm-hmm. I hadn't noticed initially. Very good. Anyway, so, yeah, Nessie's real mad. And uh, for blue and sack an island, you can't be can't block it this turn. For black and sack a swamp, you gain a life and draw a card. And then for blue, black, and exile five cards from an opponent's graveyard, you return Lockmere Serpent from your graveyard to your hand. You can only do that as a sorcery. Oh no! Yeah, and but, like when I first saw this card, I was like, well, I don't want to sacrifice a bunch of my islands to it. You don't have to sacrifice that many islands to it. No, right? Like it's only got to hit probably twice by the time you're casting this mm-hmm. and you've probably gotten to eat one of their larger creatures by by them attacking and you going surprise seven seven yep block untap hit you for seven what now right like yep. it's and then and then then you can draw some cards too like by the time we won a game with this i think we were down to like three or four land in one of the games because we were just like cool <laughs> drawing cards Making it not blockable. Do 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 do. Yeah, all you need to do is keep up uh, the the cancel mana, right? Yeah, right. F- fundamentally, once you've resolved this, yeah, then just protect it. Mm-hmm. Didn't say please. Anyway, what I, what I think what I've noticed overall mm-hmm. is that. Uh, okay, so first of all, the very very high level. This set is a blast. Mm-hmm. This is so much fun. But there's so many interesting interactions and gameplay moments that I'm just still discovering uh, that uh, I I don't know I hot 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 take I think this set's very well designed for yeah. for limited I was I was I was concerned at first that food would lead to board stalls mm-hmm. and board stalls do happen mm-hmm. but I don't think they're any more common in this format than they are in any other format where you you wind up in board stalls not because of necessarily the design but because you know both players top deck lands three turns in a row mm-hmm. right that that can happen um but yeah, there's a lot of interesting jockeying for position in early games mm. that I, I really enjoy and um, a certain amount of inevitability as well. Yeah. Right? Like I, I keep thinking of, uh, and this was sealed, not draft, but Vince, uh, when, when I was playing Vince in the pre-pre and had two trebuchets. Mm. And that was a game that could probably have gone on for a lot longer before mm-hmm. the trebuchets actually got there. But there was no way out of that situation. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
which I think is interesting. Like the ability to look several turns into the future. Mm -hmm. um, See how the story ends. <laughs> mm -hmm. But the, the, I'm, I'm really looking forward to putting together several decks with this, with this, uh, with this set. Yeah, I'm going to draft a lot of this. I'm banking all my gold, so when it comes to ranked mm. draft, I'm going to lo lose a lot of drafts, I assume. <laughs> yeah, presumably, right? I'm, I'm going to surf so many decks to the basement of bronze rankings. Yeah, it felt like that last season went by so quickly. I don't know what... I, I really got my, my, my rank really dropped because I, mm. I was in diamond, and so it's like, good, you finished diamond. Now you're in gold. And I was like, great, and I never got it a gold, and so they're like, well... Mm. Down yeah, to silver, silver with you. <laughs> no, why? Mm. Oh, well. Anyway, I think that'll do it for this week. Um, I don't know what next week's show will be, but coming up in a show in the future soon will be the Throne of Eldraine nicknames episode. We've had some questions about it. We're also working potentially, I shouldn't promise anything actually, potentially on a... Uh, on a, a homegrown solution to not having to use Reddit. Mm -hmm. um, but again, no promises. But this time, this time, we're using Reddit again with the contest mode. And if you go to lrr.cc slash nicknames, that will take you to the TTC nicknames subreddit, which will be populated by Throne of Eldraine cards. And you can submit your own nicknames or upvote nicknames that you like. They will be randomly ordered when you open one of the uh, cards so that you don't get to see, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's less chance of you voting for one just because it's already been voted highly. Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps one will have already been voted highly because it's very good, but you won't know that. So you can just upvote whichever ones you like, uh, or please do submit your own nicknames and we'll give you a shout out in the nicknames episode. Mm. until next time uh, that is going to do it so a reminder that this show is brought to you by Card Kingdom do check out cardkingdom.com slash LRR we work with them because we like them and of course we also like you and this show and everything we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run thanks everybody for joining us I've been Graham I've been Cameron James is over there on tech Heather gets these online and we will talk to you next time Bye.